Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast discovered the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. Discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before we step foot on the boat, we put them into a sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide to step foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. We are finally breaking ground on my favorite show. We did all Nick's fucking favorite things. He gets a birthday season every year. When's Cody's birthday season? Who fucking knows? I never had one. Never got one. And now, all of a sudden, August creeps around. I guess August is important to me for some reason. I get to do Futurama. Hey, I didn't tell I didn't tell Matt Groening. I petitioned actually Matt Groening to drop the show on your birthday. That's not that's not me. Matt Groening decided to put new Futurama out in August. So that's that's on him. He's the one who just Matt Groening said Cody's birthday is now in August. Okay. So, all right. So what day do you want? I think I talked to Matt. He's fine. You get to pick the day, but it is now your birthday is in August. Okay. Well, Catherine's is on the ninth. Okay. Mike's on the first. I guess I'll just I'll take I'll take the fourteenth. That's my old birthday. It's easy to remember. Stick with that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. August fourteenth is Cody's new birthday. I hate to tell you, terrible decision. Why? Terrible. A, you're a week off from you're a week off from your wife. So like. now, so now you guys are gonna try to like plan vacations, but that's a pretty long vacation depending on how long you're going for. So it's never gonna really work out. You're always gonna end up being disappointed. The fourth, dude. The fourteenth of August scalding oh I, I had to pick something in august nick i'm not gonna get fucking tropical day there's not like it's not like august 17th though that's every day's perfect like every what day. the fuck did you want me to do <laughs> i i don't know why but the answer was actually august 28th i don't know it's, it was there was the right answer and you did get it wrong so i'm very sorry uh, fuck but maybe it's well actually august 28th is my wedding anniversary that's probably why it's important to, never mind don't do that You'd have been so pissed if I, I did actually that. would be now in retrospect. If, if I re- I'm like, why is August 28th resonating so hard with me? Oh, it's <laughs> the day I committed my life to my partner. Important. And now, Cody, I just stroll in twirling a cane. Like, I don't mind if I take this day for myself. Don't mind <laughs> if I do. And then every time I have to take when Kellyanne's like, so what are we doing for our anniversary? I don't know. I got to ask Cody. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I gotta see. You gotta see what the birthday plan is. There, she's like, "Wait, but when it was Valentine's Day, you never asked Cody." I was like, "I have something to tell you." Cody just said, "Don't worry about it." Every time, otherwise but I would have been there. He's very adamant now that yeah. we do something. That would uh, be your punishment for making me change my birthday. You and Matt Groening. Yep. Yeah. So here we are, folks. We are here in Group A of the Futurama best character in Futurama. So we got 16 of the of them sent them to our bracketologist. They kicked them back out here. So in group A, we have the one seed Hermes going up against the 16 seed Fry, and then we have the 8 seed Barbados Slim going up against the 9 seed Mom. Cody, you're going to you're going to be you're going to be steering the boat on this one. This is going to be a lot of you steering the boat, so you're going to have to uh you're going to have to tell me what we're doing. I understand. I think we're going to start with Hermes and Fry. The world wants Fry to have that 16th seed, which I don't understand. <laughs> I get this is an ensemble cast show, but it is Fry. He is the beacon that which we've watched the whole show through. He is the main character, and he I gets mean, the 16th seed. Wouldn't he also, but wouldn't it make sense that he is like the most underdog that's ever underdogged, though? Because he had to show up into a world that he knew, he thought, you know, it's the, it's still the world. But it is how many years in the future? He goes from 1999 to 2099. 2099. Yeah. It's only 100 years. Yeah. Damn. Right. Re- no, no, not 100 years. Sorry. He 
<laughs> the year 3000 is a thousand years. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 2999 is what he goes to. But um, he is he's the ultimate incompetence. So I guess we're looking at it that way. Hermes is a beacon of hope. He's a bureaucrat to the fullest extent. He knows what he's doing. Fry knows nothing. Is that mm. anything? Is that why they're trying to give him the 16th seat? I, he I'm fills saying... our heart with laughter and love, but he doesn't actually get anything done. Yes. I don't doubt that Fry is the main character of the show, which would imply that maybe he should be the number one seed. But because he is not that competent, he is just, and that's something I do appreciate about the show. And I, and I'll be the first one to say, I probably watched like the first three seed. I watched like before, like, you know, when it was out and then it got canceled and then it got kind of that family guy treatment where it gets to come back to life through adult swim and DVD sales. So I'm like, that's where I am probably left off and maybe seen some loose episodes here. But my understanding was generally that like, I mean, it's not like Fry was amazing in the current day. So it's not like it's like he lost a great deal of skill or anything. It's like, man, I was, you guys don't play. I was one of the greatest hockey players of all time. And now I'm here and you don't even play hockey. What no, am I to do? They'll always need delivery boys. But can you imagine having so confident in your style and your swag? That you get frozen for a thousand years. You come out in the future. There's flying cars. Everybody's got different. There's rocket ships and jetpacks and all that shit. And you're like, no, I'm going to keep my style from 1999 and never change it. I Here's what I'll say. I mean, there's a lot of future looks that people wear. But mainly speaking, I think, I think a nice track jacket and blue jeans and a crisp white t-shirt that's never going to go out of style. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter. I don't care what you move on in the future. I the same pair of black pants and a black shirt, black jeans, black shirt, black shoes. Always nice. Always nice. You know what I'm saying? They're just some things mm -hmm. that because could you imagine? Could you? OK, you get so you get unthawed thousand years in the future. Yes. And you're wearing your your red track jacket, white shirt, blue jeans. You get out there. Where would you even start with fashion? <laughs> Especially, yeah, right? I don't think Fry's not like they don't make it out that like Fry is the most like fashionable, like cares about that. Do you think if what? OK, in a thousand years, do you think the scene kids from 2006 had it right? Like if you had to bet on a group of people's fashion, which one do you think is the major one in a thousand years? Oh, no, I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping the scene kids are right. I don't think they were. I think. <laughs> no, no, I think it's um, I think it's the early 2000s hot topic kids. Like I'm thinking. Like your Jeff Hardy's era. Oh, yeah, with the pants, all the zippers on the those pants. Pa those, because right now we're like, oh, the pants with all the with all the cords and suspenders and rope and whatever. Yeah, eventually, but those cords are going to actually be like real USB cords. Like that's going to be power cords. That's going to be, <laughs> you're going to need that much space in your pants because you got, you got boosters. You got leg boosters that you're hiding under there, you know? Okay. So I think we're going to need that. That's going to be all electronics now under you. So it's all trip pants and shit. Like everyone looks yeah. like they just left a core in a concert, you're... but it's for, it's for a feature. They needed it. But now it, but now it makes sense. Now there's a purpose for all of that, all that tomfoolery downstairs. Whereas before, oh God, it was just for, it was just for show. And it, it was annoying to look at. I'm not saying I like it. It is a, where is, can we ask the question? Where is Jeff Hardy still buying those pants? Do you think he bought out a stock? Like anytime he just had to, you can't, when you, when you want to dedicate your life to a style, you just buy it all. When you see it, you right. just buy it all. Especially yeah. like you, you see a hot topic going out of sale and he was like, Hey, I'm going to need all your size 32 trip pants. They're like, we got it. 
they're like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, all of them. Like, we got like a hundred pairs. He's like, yeah, dude, I don't. How much? How much were those pants, by the way? <laughs> Do we know? Because I they couldn't have been cheap, right? They had to be like fifty. I don't want to look it up. Even. But that's in two thousands money. Easy sixty bucks. In but yeah, in two thousands money. What do you like? To this so, day, like a thousand dollars a pair. I, I it's the only thing that makes sense in Biden's yeah, America. Yeah, dude, inflation in this economy. <laughs> in this economy, you can't just have that so much. We don't have. We got rid of a gold standard and we replaced it with a trip pants standard. So for every dollar you have in your possession, there is that much value in trip pants in the national vault. Yeah, and that is why Jeff Hardy will become the new the new richest man in America when it all collapses. Could you okay, getting back to Futurama, but to the same yeah. point. So you get out of your of your ice of your cryogenic freeze to see everyone is in trip pants and you're just in your nice Levi 501s straight <laughs> straight leg button pants, you know. Yeah. I would see why I'd be like I'm just going to wear this. Don't worry about me, dog. I'm not, I'm not here for trip pants. Like I, to this day, like I'm like, wait, we're not making fun of these people. This is, no, I don't know how to explain to you. This would be a joke to us. You're not putting me in break, You're not tricking you're, me. As you're making fun of someone for wearing trip pants, the, the United Earth National Anthem comes on and it is written by corn. It's like, what? <laughs> Whoa. Holy shit. Dude, if we were to start a country, we should get corn to do our national anthem. That would send other countries a fucking message when we when we meddle at the podium and also they're hitting like bow, blah, 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 like that crazy baseline and shit. I think what most national anthems are missing is a scat portion in the middle. <laughs> yes. Just a like we should why don't I get to I should be like and the land of the free. And the home of the. You know, just having fun. We're not having fun. So your national anthem is a remix of our national anthem done by Corn. No, I I think I would let Corn have their. I'd let them go and do an original. I'm just mine's just freak on a leash. That's it, straight out the gate, dude. And the the silver medalist from Codania will now listen to their national anthem. <laughs> wow, just freak on the Yeah. <laughs> okay, back to Futurama. Yes. So you have so here we have, I mean, like you said, the protagonist Fry, who, you know, for anyone who who isn't familiar with Futurama, ends up in a cryogenic freezer, comes out a thousand years later, and now is still a delivery boy. So who is Hermes though? Give Hermes a- is the bureaucrat of uh Planet Express. He is a loving father. He is an avid eater of spicy food. He is a gold medalist for the Jamaican limbo team. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. What else do you need to know? He's our I, he's our sweet sweet boy. So I do love Hermes. So the beer when you say he's a bureaucrat, like so he all so bureaucrats he, are registered in the world of Futurama. You have to be okay. a registered bureaucrat. Each company has to have a bureaucrat. Someone okay. who just does the annoying work. Oh, okay. Like they're your person who is handling all of your. Your finances and like finances, your, how money and works like and payroll and shit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, that makes sense. I do like that, and I do. I mean, we got to talk about how great it is. I think can we all just agree that we'd rather have limbo in the Olympics than the triple jump? Oh yeah, for like, sure. When can we just stop with the Olympics being the old shit, and can we just do more cool shit that I that I can register with myself? You know, yes. I know, I know for a fact, I'm never going to be a pole vault champion. There's no way. 
But in a world where limbo is in the Olympics, I'm still not, but I can try. You know what I'm saying? I think, Nick, I would argue that you would be worse at limbo than you would be at pole vault. I I think I that's true. And like Barbados Slim, who's in the next round, I think, I mean, I'm going to lock and fry. I don't know about you. Okay. But Barbados Slim, who's going up against mom in the next round, he is the current gold medalist in limbo and sex. Yes. Which is another great thing that we can't have in the Olympics. I, how would, do you think sex in the Olympics would be a team sport? Would I, like, if I was going to register as for sex, would it be me and Catherine as a team? And we just go out there and we do our, our, like our synchronistic show. Is it like synchronized swimming? You'd or have, is it more, you'd is have it to more assume like that. boxing? Is it more like boxing where the representative from okay, like let's, the United States let's goes just up move against... on and we'll get <laughs> yeah, into this. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. as, as Cody mentioned, Barbados slim is the gold medalist in, in limbo and sex. So sex is now. So to get to your point, Cody, I, I like it. Well, I mean, arguably we have individual skating and we <laughs> you imagine individual sex, man, that guy cranks it. Look at that with the, well, with the underhand backhand technique he's doing between the legs, getting it. So, or is it like, if it was individual sex, do you think they have, you know, like in figure skating where they have judges from like eight judges from each country or whatever, do you just have to sleep with each judge and then they give you a rating at the end? Interesting. I like, yeah. so I almost like though your idea of like, it's like boxing where it's two individuals who are at the top of their game sexually, but they're <laughs> using sex to beat each other. Exactly. So does that mean if you make someone come the quickest, is that how you win? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> We're here to figure it out. But I think also since the Olympics are like gender split, that means if you're the gold medals in sex, you're also going up against men. Yeah, so you're fucking, yeah, for sure. At what for point sure. it feels like it becomes like a weird Roman gladiator, like <laughs> wrestling fuck the boy till he dies, you know, like, <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> and it becomes a different thing that becomes very scary to watch. So it actually implies a very dark world or Barbados Slim has fuck these men to submission to death. To death. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, honestly though, that seems to be the most accurate of I what mean, it probably is for Barbados slim. Who is, I mean, by all intents and purposes, a an Adonis, a, Adonis guy. Yeah. You're like, yeah, that's not out of the realm. Cause like, yeah, it's either, I think you're right. You either have to have sex with all, like all the judges and get scored at the end. Yes. Or you have to fuck someone into submission. Or, yeah. Because the only other thing would then, I mean, because otherwise I feel like they would call it, like, you would have, like, what is it? It's couple, like, it's for ice skating. When it's two people, it's pairs or it's... Pairs. Yeah. Yeah. Ice so, dance is one and pairs is the other. Yeah. Yeah. You would you would have to have said, I'm the best at pair sex. You know, I'm the best at, <laughs> you know, couples sex. Okay. Which then and that people would us... watch you and your couple, you and your partner, do your sex routine. And then get scored off of what you do there. Yes. Like that think... makes sense. But then they don't, but it sounds like I'm just saying from the way he's talked about it, the way he describes it, he's not talking about anyone else being there. No, dude, I think he's <laughs> fucking dudes into submission, which yeah. brings up the second part is he's also the gold medalist in limbo. And can you think of a better pair? It does because feel like so there that was what you know that flexibility is going to help you in the sex wars. Yeah, in our world, there was a a track athlete. I think it was a it's like Allison Jones or JoJo. Anyway, so she was a track athlete and did okay. I think had a couple bronzes, maybe a gold on like a on the on the like relay team, but otherwise not that great. Then someone was like, and she was and she had finally aged out. Like she just wasn't going to be as fast. So someone just looked at her like, hey, you got real strong legs and can push real hard. They're like, she's like, yeah. 
want you want to hop on this bobsled with us <laughs> and just and just did just pivoted one skill to the next and did great that's what i'm saying so, so i'm like he, i think you're right if you're it's one of those things where we need to start looking at these athletes and being like i know you do this one thing mm-hmm. but where else can, where can we slot you in here maybe get you another one of these medals okay i'm thinking what i'm thinking what happened is barbados slim was fucking another man into submission and he had his own leg over his head and like some weird contraption device to hold this guy down while he did his business and then when he was done the jamaica or whatever caribbean team came up to him and was like Dog, you're very flexible. Have you ever thought about racing <laughs> on the, on the, uh, fuck, what's limbo on the track? limbo? Thank you. On, on the... limbo. Have you ever thought about doing limbo? And now yeah. he's out here as the limbo king. I think what it was is he had a man from behind, right? He's, he's got the man from behind. I think he goes to do a German, a whole, you know, a German suplex. So he falls yeah. backwards still with him fucking the dude. <laughs> of course. And, but he's all the way back and they're like, Damn, that is that is some limberness. Look at this man. Yeah, do you think, we, I think we both agree sex came before. Yes, limbo. yes. Last question about on this. <laughs> do you do you think an Olympic quality hog gets in the way of doing limbo? I would <laughs> in a world in a world where Olympic sex is the thing we do we know about. I would love to know if that is what changes the perception on big penises. Because in a world where you have to have sex, if it's the individual judge scenario. And you have to have sex with 10 different judges. Generally speaking, most women will tell you, you don't need to be big, guys. It's don't get in your head about that. That's just, that's the porn you're watching that's making you feel bad about yourself. You don't need a, you don't need a massive hog to do well. If anything, you're not going to be able to use it all the time. So I wonder if that would, like, if like a guy with just a nice, solid, like, average penis just starts crushing the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, dude, some dude and just like, like, that's our new king, you know? Like, that's, <laughs> we're like, wait. Oh, shit. Mr. Mr. Five inches over here. Killing the game. <laughs> killing the game. Look at this. Making all these big dick guys feel bad. Now people are getting penis reduction surgeries. Finally. <laughs> I mean, I had to get one, but I don't need to talk about it. Not on the show. No, no, not no. on the show. It's so, not, I'm not, I want to save. I want to save that locker room talk for where it belongs. OK. Yeah, right. So Barbados an honest Slim- discussion about men <laughs> fucking other men into in submission. submission. <laughs> Dude, that's got to be what it is. It's it's tough. It's tough to realize. And it's dark then. It's so this, dark. Yeah, dude. It That, that has to be that because they never show it. But I'd fucking watch. <laughs> no, I NBC prime time, dude. <laughs> and up next. Oh, that was the pole vaulting. Very good job by the uh, the Nicaraguan team. Now up next, we have uh, Barbados Slim from the Caribbean going up against Hans Fredrickson from Norway. Uh, and he will fuck. They will attempt to fuck each other in submission. It's like, what? <laughs> no, oh my I, God. I would watch it, too. Yeah. I would, though. I would I'd have to see it. And then we also have we have here mom. So do you want to explain to the people mom who mom is, is the corporate billionaire? I think she's the representation of the evil capitalist class in Futurama. And uh, she does a good job of it. She makes all the money. She cares about no one, not even her own children. All it is, is about chasing that ever loving paper. I think the thing that I, I find very funny about like Futurama, right? They're, they're not out here trying. I mean, it is Mac Groening. So he's, you know, he is apparently the Notre Dame of our time. When it comes to the mm-hmm. prediction he's made on on uh, Simpsons, yeah. But uh, with Futurama, you don't see it as much. I don't think he's really trying to be like, I really think this is what it's going to look like. It's silly. It's fun. But the idea that I feel like at the time he was making it, he's like, look, all these billionaires want us to think they're cool and awesome. Let me extrapolate that into what that would be a thousand years from now, right? So you create mm-hmm. like the fakest front person for your company, mom. 
the yeah. nicest, sweetest woman you could Oldest ever imagine. Oldest lady, yeah. She. <laughs> I'm just a nice little old lady, and I just want to sell you all these products. You know, like you're like, and then, but she's a bitch behind the scenes. And oh, then yeah, it, cold calculating. She even has a copyright on the word screen door. So in the future, <laughs> you're not allowed to use the word screen door <laughs> without paying the mom corporation. So what I like though is that so he makes this he makes this television show in you know 2000. It only it took about 20 years for us to be like oh no billionaires they don't care. They're not even they going to try to so be so bad, yeah. They're not even going to try to be nice and cool. Like look we have we literally have a billionaire right now who's like who wants the world to be like I want to measure my dick against Mark Zuckerberg's. Whip it out dude. Whip that cock out. I'm going to measure it. That's that's how we're going to prove this. You're like oh man I really Man, Matt Groening, you really thought billionaires were going to try to be cool and like be on our side, huh? They're not, like, dude. They did not go that route. Like he was looking at the Bill Gates model of billionaire. The billionaires were like, "Shh, don't say that too loud. People don't know that. I don't. I don't need to. People don't need to know I make that much money. I'm just just little Bill Gates, just yeah, giving. I'm giving in the kids background, slowly. And... To, yeah, I'm slowly taking the world over in the background, but yeah. trying to make it look like I'm not right. And then it's like in 20, 20 years time, we just get like, no, 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 we're going to take it all. We just fuck it. The whole thing. We want all of it. We're going to share it between like yeah. 20 people. That's the plan. Never and, mind. Yeah. Mom is mom is the perfect blend of both of those people. But to my knowledge, she never got a gold medal for fucking someone in a submission. And is that <laughs> if I, anything? If you don't mind me bringing this back up, I, I hate to talk about it again. But <laughs> but this man over here, he did something. That no one else has done. No, I but, like mom. She she's done a lot of uh, terrible, terrible stuff, but she's also revolutionized the food world and made it so like she saw she literally did solve world hunger. That's pretty cool. I mean, she okay. charges she charges an arm and a leg for yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, no. I get that. But I'm saying in a world you gotta make your nut in a world where let's say you figured it out, right? You figured out how to how to end world hunger. Yes. You and your team. You like if I've done that, even if I charge an arm and a leg to to make it happen, I still feel like I'm coming out on top as one of the best people. I can kind of you can kind of become an asshole. Like, I think that's the problem <laughs> with like Elon Musk is he thinks he did something cool by creating like Tesla, which he didn't create. He just bankrolled and going into space with like SpaceX. He thinks he's done cool stuff that he can now be an asshole. But like if you solve world hunger. You're free reign, dude. Go yeah, be, you. Like, the problem you fix the problem. Sure, you now you make people pay for it, but the problem is solved. And yeah, what dude, governments if, aren't if, gonna pay? Hey, Musk, Musk. Here, I know you listen because you listen. I for he hears everything. I don't oh, know how you, you say his name three times. He fucking it's, shows up. It's a Beetlejuice situation yeah. for sure. Musk, you solve this global warming shit we got going on. I'll stop making fun of you. I yeah. I'll, I'll I'll be ride or die. I'll get on the Musk train. I'll be one of those weird guys that shows up on Twitter or I'm sorry X and gets in there and fucking defends you. I'll do that if you solve global warming. Ah, I agree. Ba also, balls in your court, nerd. Here's what I like about the thing I like about mom. You know, she wear she has uh, for anyone if you haven't seen it, she wears like a very she wears a fat essentially like kind of a fat suit. That is just a separate thing that looks like very motherly and matronly. But like when she takes it off, she is like this tiny, like frail, like imagine a woman, you know, those women who like sit at the bar, have big frizzy hair, chain smoking in a restaurant that they're not supposed to be chain smoking in anymore. But, but they're like, fuck but you. No one like, what are you going to do? Yeah. You, you <laughs> like, can't kick her out. Like, do you think if she, in my understanding, so we used to be able to smoke in restaurants yes. and I always see those women at the restaurant smoking. So do you think they were literally grandfathered in? Like I, until she leaves, until yeah. she leaves and she just refuses to leave. Yeah. She's like the, it, the clock struck midnight and everyone's like, all right, you guys, 
gotta we gotta stop smoking in here. And she's like, No, not I'm sorry, honey. I'm no, gonna stay here to, until the you, end of time. You have to take me out of here. And they're like, they're like, then they called the cops, and the cops are like, actually, that's legally true. We can't yeah, until, do... she, until she leaves the building. You either she... have to you either have to fail the business and go into bankruptcy so that way it has to be ter- taken away or she's fucking here, dude, until she decides to leave. Yeah, once and... she steps out the front door and then the laws apply. The laws apply yeah. to her when she goes yeah. back in. She's got people just like fucking Uber lifting or whatever shopping, whatever that thing is where they're bringing her packs, just cartons yeah. of cigarettes. Oh yeah, and 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 she and also, they're so small. She needs like a piece of bread a day. Oh God, she yeah. Doesn't, she's, she doesn't need much to subsist. That nicotine honey, is suppressing honey, honey. I get all my calories from the red wine. So yeah. Don't you worry, <laughs> don't you about, worry me. about me, sweetheart. Do you I, think? <laughs> do you think if if you see this, you know the one we're talking about. We've all oh, yeah. seen these women. If you walk up to him, so here's what you do: if you walk up to these women and you get down on one knee and you present them with a carton of Marlboro Lights. They literally have to give you a prediction about your future. And guys, they're oracles. They are right. They know things. They they, they knew. Know, they, they knew to sit there. They knew to sit there. You did. Pack of marble reds, and they will tell you. They'll it's tell gotta you be true. Car- it's got. Car- yes, I'm sorry to use that. Yes, I I I meant. If you sorry, drop I'm a not- pack, you you have insulted the great old one, and she will yeah. not be pleased with you. Oh yeah, and you and get she- to watch by the end of your prediction. That carton is gone. Oh yeah, that she chain smoked. All of them, right? She'll give, you, just... she'll give you a prediction and it will come true, but it'll be bad. If you want with those good predictions, Dude. you got to give her the whole card. So this, there was a woman like this. She not at the, bar, but it was, it was my fucking babysitter when I was in my dad, when I lived, when I'd go stay with my dad in the summer, I don't know how he found this woman because also ethic, like there was some stuff. Cause my dad was a bartender at night. So he would drop us off and we would spend the night at this woman's house. So I don't know how you find old women that will just take your kid and let them spend the night. There seems to be some CPS stuff that maybe should have gotten brought into play, but it, it you know, statute of limitations. I'm fine. I turned out. Okay. She did this thing though. where she's like, you want to see a magic trick? And we're like, yeah, sure. She grabbed my sister's blankie, like her favorite blankie, holds it over her mouth and then coughs, like hacks into it for like 10 seconds. And when she pulled it out, there was like a, a dark Brown spot. From the like what she's able to bring forth from her lungs (laughs) and put manifest physically onto something. It was disturbing. I remember as a child being like, I don't, you, the body shouldn't do that, right? You should stop, you should stop smoking. (laughs) What the fuck, man? Like, how would, how would you do that and not yourself be like, damn, it's pretty fucked. I guess that's you, you've come to the conclusion. You're like, yeah, no, no, no. This is I'm going out with with lung cancer. Like she's that's, an or that's because she's an oracle and she knows exactly how she's gonna die. Oh, so the question I forgot she did look at it and then tell me all of like the great things that would happen to me in my future. I'm actually gonna be an Oscar winning actor. I don't know when. What? I really thought it happened sooner. When she was like, "You son, you got an Oscar in your future." I guess it could I just mean any. I'm imagining Oscar? I'm imagining you like nine years old and she coughs into your sister's blanket, looks at it, and she just goes. Kellyanne Carey, is that anything to you? And you're like, I don't understand what that is. I don't know, man. I've never, <laughs> never heard it. And now, but now it's all starting to click. I, I think I got to go mom. I, I like Barbados Slim. Oh yeah, mom brings a lot more to the table than Barbados Slim. I like, I just want to know more about the Olympics in this time. I, I, I think, I think we did it. I think, <laughs> I think we did figure it out. Yeah. I think if you, I, I'll talk to Matt Groening again and be like, but this is the Olympics, right? He's like, yeah, for right. sure. For sure. That's for sure. It. So we got Fry going up against mom. Fry, the main protagonist of the show, everything revolves around Fry. He is our eyes in, because he comes from our time. 
he understands us. So when he inter- when everything he interacts with in the show is meant to be us interacting with it, which is great. Yes. Can I? Mom, yes. Can I ask you just a, a very important question? Mm-hmm. Do you think mm-hmm. that Fry deserves the Eagle? Like, uh, do you yes, think they are I... good? Do you feel like they did enough work to make Fry just a, a wonderful, lovable doof of a man, sweetheart? But Leela, I mean, I know she's a you know a cyclops, but like smoked. I mean, that's that's like one of your first. That's like one of your first cartoon crushes, right? <laughs> you got like her, Lola Bunny, the girl from the Goofy movie. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? Like those are like, and those all hit almost around the same time. So you're just like, yo, <laughs> what's going good. on? Yeah. Right. What is what is happening? And so I'm just like, I think maybe because and I and I'm. I'm going to come off like an asshole here, and I'm, but I'm going to say, I think I'm better than Fry. So for some reason, Cela, seeing Leela, my queen, stoop <laughs> down that. to this chump's level, I don't like it. Uh, I don't like it. I understand. I can get that. I think, I mean, I think deserving is a weird thing to say when it comes to relationships, but I also fair, think fair. Leela, there's a lot of episodes where I don't think Leela deserves Fry. Mm. Because Fry right? is a true, true ride or die. Who yes. they both are in love. They both care about each other a lot. And Lee, but Leela always thinks she says it in many episodes. Like I can do better. I can do better. I can do better. And that <laughs> that's fair. I appreciate the knowing of that. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> it's important to tell people sometimes in a relationship. You know, I th- I mean that's why I'm glad I'm in a pretty balanced one. I think you and I both found partners that we feel very lucky to be with. But on tilt. Yeah. Feels like there's a good balance of the things we bring to the table. We, <laughs> you know, we cover each other in those regards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. if I, if I was, if I was in a Leela Fry relationship, I, well, if I was Fry, I'm totally fine with it. By the way, you might, oh, my yeah, partner well, could tell it, me yeah. if I'm dating Leela and she's constantly, like, you know, I'm better than you at like it. At, like I'm so much. I could get anyone and I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's fucking insane. I don't know why you're here. This is crazy, dude. (laughs) You kind of feel like you're in it, like you're in it for a good time, not a long time. You know, you're like, hey, I'm going to just ride this one out and see until she, until that, until that perfect dude comes along. And then I'm like, yeah, you should definitely date Doug. He's awesome. (laughs) Like, I get it. You guys would be so much better together. It was fun though. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I will. Do you want me to go out the back door or? Yeah. Yeah. I can just, yeah. However you want to do this. I'm totally fine. I get it. I get it. I get it. I think I do want to lock in Fry, though, over Mom, because Fry is the he's everything. He's yeah, he's in every episode. He's the person like everything revolves around this man. It is. I mean, yeah, he is our conduit. He is. He is our person. I do. Uh, I like I I just think he got it. I just think Matt Groening for for how how prescient he can be. I'm just so shocked at how wrong he got billionaires in the future i just <laughs> don't think i don't think we're gonna i want to go back to the era of sweet billionaires i just think it's over well do you think i mean for the way the billionaire class has changed in the past 20 years alone yeah we still have 980 years to see how it fucking plays out yeah and i mean things change over time you know yeah. the grand canyon didn't start did, the grand canyon wasn't built overnight so i guess maybe but it just feels like this trajectory is just, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm very Maybe excited for celebrity cock. He's absolutely right. And there was like a billionaire war. Oh, that I wanted that. I, like, let's go. Musk. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm glad but you, you know came back. I was worried that I left that out in the ether and that we weren't going to get to talk about celebrity cock measuring. No, but do you think they're both going to be like, you think they're, they're gonna not going to show each other first? No, I think they're not. First of all, they're not going to show it. Secondly, they're going to go backstage. They're going to do it together alone in their little billionaire club. And they're going to be like, so uh, they're both going to measure their like 
quarter inch penises. And then I'd be like, all right, so uh, mine's, you know, three quarters of an inch. Yours is like just two quarters of an inch. So I win. I'm going to say mine's 19 inches. You can say yours is 18 inches. Like, it's, no one, fuck those guys. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. No, I want it on NBC. Prime time. I don't care. The kids can see the dicks. I don't care. They're already seeing, they're already seeing Olympic level sex. So like, what are we, what are we yeah, blurring exactly, out here? You right? know, like, I don't, let's show the dicks. I don't care. I think, I think what, I think what may happen to what you were saying is I think there will be a billionaire war. And potentially yes. company on company, like you'll have to, like if you choose Jeff Bezos, you're choosing Amazon, right? Yeah. And I think we will have to fight in that. So, if I, I mean, some of it will be logistics, you know, make, you know, throwing out Twitter, you know, Twitter fingers and all that. I'm oh, sorry. Some of us a- will hey, have hey, to... hey, X. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you for correcting me. I felt like, so, oh my God, I feel like such an idiot calling it what it's been called for 17 years. But then maybe once whoever comes out of that, maybe they would have to want to shift to like, look at my benevolence. My children, I am your king now. my children who fought for me in this war. If there's ever one world government, it will not be united under some sort of worldwide nationalism. It will not be no. united under peace and love. It'll be united under one corporate brand. Yes. Finally, finally, yep. the dream. And then I do think that's when whoever steps out from that shadow, that person may take on the mom persona. To let yeah. us know, like, look, also, if it was Bezos, you know, that dude, instead of having a fake fat suit, he'd have like a he'd have like a fake rock mech made for him. Exactly. Just look shredded. That he's he just hopped contr- into. He's just eight I, feet tall. I've been saying for years that Bezos, when he passes, he's going to put his brain in the rock stomach and drive him like Krang. Oh, it's I've for been sure. saying this. And, he, and the rock, the rocks booked it, too. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. As long as I can still make movies after I'm gone. I don't care. <laughs> All right, man, I'm with you. Let's move Fry on into the final four. And that is it, folks. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want about your boys, a few things that you can do, as always, share with a friend, tell a friend. Wherever you're listening to us, make sure you're hitting that subscribe, that follow, and giving us those five stars, please. Hell yeah. Follow us on all of our social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just look up at Friendly Comp. Pod. If you have an idea for a whole 16 tournament you'd like to see us do, email those to us, friendly competition podcast at gmail.com. As always, shout outs to Charizard for that intro to our music. You want to hear more of their stuff? Head over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard, and replace the vowels with sixes. That's going to be it for us, folks. We got a new episode coming out on Wednesday. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat. <laughs>